0: I'm shy de champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy to champagne. Where we drink and lift each other up. I'm shy de champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. Shy champagne. We're anchored in hope. Shade Champagne Show. And we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Shade Champagne, Shade Champagne. Welcome to the Shade Champagne Show. I'm Shade Champagne.
1: Welcome to a brand-new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grindhard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the Beat of the City, and Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez, recorded and mixed by the Quakes and written by me. Today's special guest is one of my dear friends and a great inspiration. Cyrus Webb is a radio and television personality, editor-in-chief of Conversations Magazine, and Mississippi Success Magazine, author, social media influencer, and top 300 Amazon.com reviewer. Since 2003, he has built the Conversations brand into an internationally recognized force that not just shares the stories of others, but is making a difference in the way that people see themselves and what is possible. Though much of the world was stagnant in 2020, Webb has been growing his brand, celebrating seventeen years as the host of Conversations Live Radio and fourteen years as leader of Conversations magazine. Conversations magazine is also a top seller on top bestseller on Amazon with eleven straight issues that reached top two hundred status on the on time online retailer platform. In 2020, Webb has also been busy with book projects for himself and his clients through his company Conversations Media Group. Webb has published over two dozen books through his company, as well as co written over a dozen books with others. Webb has also been expanding his relationship with Amazon, producing content exclusive to the platform, such as his first men's issue of Conversations Magazine and an upcoming project called At Home with Cyrus Webb, a show. interactive book project that shares how to transform your home from the inside out. His new book by releases in November 2020. I have to give him a special introduction. Please help me welcome Cyrus Webb.
2: Thank you so much, Sade. Always a pleasure.
1: (laughs) How are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing great. Can I also say, before we get started, I just want to say congratulations to you on an amazing 2020 as well. I know you've gotten a lot of exciting projects going on, a new show yourself, so kudos. My hat's off to you as well.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So you're getting already into my first question, Cyrus. How has 2020 (laughs) been for you so far, and how has your life changed during the pandemic?
2: Yeah, it's been... You know, it's one of those things I've had to find a comfort level with it, Sade, Because 2020 for myself personally has been the best year of my professional life in 10 years. However, I, I'm I'm always buffering that by saying I know there's been a lot of challenges for other people. I've personally lost friends, unfortunately, this year to COVID. Um, I have mm. lost uh, friends to other things as well this year. And so I know everyone has not had the best of years, but for myself personally, you know, it has definitely been, I think, not only a groundbreaking year for my business, but also helped to expand my mind in a lot of ways too.
1: That is so phenomenal. And like you said, it's a trip because both of us have experienced so much success in our careers and in our personal lives as well. But like you said, it has been a difficult time for a lot of people, you know, and I think it's great that we can still show you know, others that even during rough times, actually God can yeah. help them to persevere and to actually prevail.
2: Exactly. Such a great, and I think that's such, that's why your light is so important and why I try to let mine shine, to, because it's so easy for us to get lost in it, right, to get lost mm-hmm. in that darkness. I remember six years ago when I lost the love of my life, my grandmother, you know, who raised me, who gave me my first haircut, you know, who I had been the primary caregiver of for 10 years, and losing her if I did not have, for one thing, my faith most importantly, but also have something to keep going and, and plus have her blessing because the day before she died, I don't think I've ever told you the story. She told me, look, you need to go and do the great things you're meant to do. And, and wow. I, if I had not had that, I could have easily gotten lost. Um, You know, Mm. I went through a depression for a little while after her death, but then it was like, you know what, this is not what she wanted for me. And so I I try to think of every day as a blessing, uh, but I also Mm. realize that for some people, it doesn't feel that way. So I try to be encouraging, Mm. but not stop in doing what I know God has put in me to do.
1: Mm, That's so good, Cyrus. And I guess that answers the question, unless if you want to add more for my next question, that what are some words of encouragement and wisdom that you would offer to other big dreamers, entrepreneurs, artists, et cetera, right now as they are trying to navigate their way through the pandemic?
2: You know, I think the big thing for me, Sade, that I have been sharing with my friends and my social media family as well is do not give up on yourself. God puts something in you specifically, and Sade or me cannot feel that spot that is meant for you. And I think when people realize that, because I think a lot of times when we get shaken this way, Sade, it's so easy for us to think all is lost and there's just nothing left. But I tell people, I send in my morning messages all the time, as long as there is breath in your body, then you have an opportunity to do something great. The thing is, will you do the work to make that happen? and and it's not going to happen overnight but look at all of the things you know that you and I have experienced this year that we've seen so many success stories come out of this year you know, mm. who before this year knew, even knew what Be Live was, right? But look, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, you know, I think there, mm-hmm. there are opportunities there. I think we have new appreciation now for Uber Eats and these other platforms, you know, that, that you know, just think if they only were were, were mm-hmm. you know, relying on ride sharing, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they may have said, you know mm-hmm. what, we might as well go out of business. But, you know, we have to be able to look at our way of how we can fit, you know, that saying, get in where you fit in. I mean, how can you be able to... To let your light shine in a way that not only benefits you but also others as well.
1: Mm hmm. That's so good, Cyrus. Well, one of the many things I love most about you is that you are such a versatile and multi dynamic business person, creative, and entrepreneur. Why do you think it's important for you to have your hands and multiple things instead of just focusing on one thing? Because I'm sure, like me, you know, growing up and even maybe up until recently, people are like, well, choose one thing on it and focus. Do you want to speak? Yeah. Do you want to host? Do you want to dance? Do you want to write? And so why do you feel, why do you think it's important for you to have your hands in multiple things instead of just focusing on one thing, Cyrus?
2: Um, I love that question. And I think that the truth is you're right. We are told that. I was told that growing up. But I also realize how deceptive that is. And, and the reason why I say that is this, Sade. Think about if God only created one type of flower. He could have easily said, well, I already created a tulip. Why well, don't need anything mm. else. And mm-hmm. variety is definitely the spice of life. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, for us as individuals, when we start limiting ourselves, a friend of mine said something 14 years ago, and she didn't think it was that profound, but I, rem- I literally wrote it down for one thing because I'm a big nerd. But I wrote it down 14 years ago, <laughs> which she said it to me in 2006, and I have now had to remind her of that as she's gone through difficult times. And the thing was, when you limit your mm. mind, you limit yourself. And I Mm. think what we need to understand is that God put greatness inside of us. That greatness didn't come in one shape. Imagine if a person born with no hands said, "Well, I can't do anything." People are writing with their feet. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, so it's like, you know, it's so. I think it's it's deceptive in that some people may say, "Well, you can't focus on many things." Some people can't focus on one thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, so it's it's like. You know, if we have been given a gift, who are we not to use that gift? And and mm-hmm. for myself, it's been just a natural progression. I started off okay. when I first – the first newspaper article written about me in Mississippi was in 1999 as a spoken word artist. Most people today don't even realize I do spoken word. But that was my first wow. step, my introduction to public life. And after that, mm-hmm. I did. A, you know, remember the poetry chapbooks we used to staple together, Sade? Uh, yeah. I was selling those <laughs> at book events mm-hmm. and at, at spoken word nights, and that led me then to say, you know what? I want to start a blog, and that led me mm. then to doing speaking, which led me to me be being discovered from my first radio job. You know, and so it was wow. like. So, But it all began with the power of words, ironically, and we both know the power of words, right? So I'm just able to use mm-hmm. that power in different ways. I use it in print. I use it in audio. I'm able to use it now in a variety of ways. But the mission has always been the same. the The different mediums may have changed and evolved, but it's always mm. been about the power of words.
1: Tell us all about your Conversations Live radio show and Conversations magazine.
2: Yeah, so... So 2003 was a pivotal year for me, Sade. That was the year I was approached by a gentleman who I knew as a civil rights icon, Charles Evers, the brother of Mentor Evers. And he he heard me speak as a guest speaker at an event. Again, I had never even been, been interviewed before on radio at this point. And so he came up to me and he says, young man, he said, you know, where are you from? And I told him, and he said, you know, have you ever thought about doing radio? And I said, no, sir. He says, well, he says, I own a radio station and I would like to give you an opportunity. I think you'll be good at it. That was in July 2003, and now 17 years later, I'm still wow. on the radio in Mississippi in my home state, uh, but I'm also mm-hmm. the news director of two stations here, and then I use online platforms like blog talk radio and, and, and iHeartRadio and, you know, and others to amplify the message. Mm. But it all began with that statement, I, I'd like to offer you an opportunity. And mm. from that, in 2006, I'd been doing the radio for three years at that point, and people, you know, we're we're talking, Sade, to age myself here. My mom was taping my shows on cassette tapes and labeled them at this point. There were no <laughs> – Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the there there were there was no podcasting at that point, right? right? So uh, my mm-hmm. mom was so proud of me, she she recorded my tape on cassettes, on my show on cassettes and have them labeled each, you know, each day. Uh but in 2006 people would say, "Well, can I read that interview you did with uh, Matthew Knowles? Can I read that anywhere?" And I'm like, "You know what? No." And then I was like, "You know what? Even then, this is the funny thing. Even then I understood that the what Gary Vee talks about a lot, about not causing conflict with the audience. I'm like, okay, if my audience wants something written, I need to be transcribing these interviews. And that's what I started doing. My mom had the cassettes. I started listening to those because I didn't know anything about transcription services at that point. Plus I didn't have a lot of money. So <laughs> I started listening to those cassette tapes <laughs> mm-hmm. and transcribing the interviews on a blog, on wow. Blogger. Mm -hmm. and then printing them out and having Mm -hmm. them published. And that was the Mm -hmm. birth of Conversations magazine in 2006, and we've gone from that to now over 17,000 print subscribers around the
1: country
2: um, in the past 14 years. So it's, you know, it it really, I didn't plan it. I didn't plan the radio thing. I didn't plan the magazine thing. And I tell people all the time, Sade, if I ever come to you and say, oh, I knew this was going to be, that's a lie. (laughs) I knew nothing about (laughs) nothing, but I Uh knew that, okay, I have this platform. How can I amplify the platform? That's what's always been my thing, not changing it. In my mind, I wasn't changing it. I was providing it to more people, and that's what I've been able Mm. to do now for Radio and Print.
1: Mm. Wow, that's phenomenal. And one of the things I love, too, is, you know, you just stick with it and you stick with it, and it's an amazing example of, you know, like you said, how many years you've been doing this. And that's what a lot of people don't understand because they'll see like, oh, my gosh, Shada, you have a TV show. And I'm like, you're talking about over after over 15 years of me pursuing yeah. this just as a career when I graduated from high school full time. And then that doesn't even include me singing and creating and preparing myself since I was a little girl. You know, so really if you tack on that, you're talking about like, over a couple decades, (laughs) you know, of pursuing this. And so I think that's so phenomenal when you share about that and you always make sure to highlight that because people, you know, unfortunately we live in such a microwavable society and, and oftentimes and people think, Oh, if I stuck with them for six months, a year, if they do that. And it's like, no, sometimes, especially if you want to do it your own way and you don't want to compromise your morals or self, your soul, and really want to share it from the overflow of your heart, it takes a much longer time. And so, I I think that's incredible that you always, you know, um, make sure you share that.
2: Well, I think it's also it, and, and hey, and let me be quite quite clear here though. I've never I've never had a viral moment. Some people are able mm-hmm. to have that flash you know, in a pan thing. I've never experienced mm-hmm. that in the almost mm-hmm. two decades. I've never had something. The closest mm-hmm. I had to that, Sade, was an interview I did with P.J. Morton, Bishop Morton's son, um, who's yeah. also a member of Maroon 5. And right. when I did the interview with him, we're talking five years ago. I've been, So I've been doing mm-hmm. radio for 12 years at that point. I mm-hmm. knew nothing about nothing. No one could have told me that one interview mm-hmm. would get almost a quarter of a million listens, but it did. Wow! And mm-hmm. now, that I don't consider that a viral moment because it didn't happen the next day after the interview. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. It happened. Yeah. I think it was maybe two weeks later. I got an alert saying, you know, congratulations. You know, you hit. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, wow. I do shows six days a week, so I, I had been right. so doing it with other shows. But I bring that up for this point. I think people. I love what you said because I think people think, "Well, I started the show last week. Why isn't anything happening?" You know. But it really is. I think if you're doing it for that reason, it's not going to last. Because what mm. I wanted to do was to give a voice to the voiceless. That's how conversations started, mm. and I've been yeah. true to that now for almost two decades. And like I said, mm-hmm. the, the the platform has grown. But that has always been the thing. It never has been about how many likes I get or how many shares or mm-hmm. listens. You know, I know mm-hmm. for the business side you need to know that stuff, but my right. doing no. this work has never been about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Out of all the things that you get to do and enjoy, what is your absolute favorite?
2: Oh, my goodness, the radio. The The radio mm-hmm. is my favorite because I feel like, I I'm a I'm a very introverted person. Uh, however, mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm when I'm doing radio, it's almost like like you make make guests feel like myself. Like I feel very comfortable with you. I feel like it's my house. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm inviting mm-hmm. the guests into my home and the listener mm-hmm. into my home, and I, and I really right. try to make it the best experience possible for them. And mm. so that to me is when I feel the most alive. Because it's like I'm having these conversations, but I'm also sharing great information like what you do. And so for, I like that, that I have the opportunity and the blessing of, of using my platform to share something that I know is going to help someone else.
1: Mm-hmm. So what is the most challenging thing about your work and what you do?
2: Oh, wow. Um, the challenging thing, the biggest struggle I've faced, and it really has come to a head the past five years. Um, I have, and I've been now talking about this more, I have struggled with success because I didn't mm-hmm. get into this to be whatever. Uh, and mm-hmm. that was not the best business model.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know,
2: it's it's it, it, so it's, it's so funny. I was approached by I never and I think I, I shared this experience. I don't know if I shared it with you today, but I know I shared it on Facebook Live. Steve Harvey's producers approached me four years ago, and they mm. were vetting me for a project. And mm. I didn't get the project. But let me tell you why mm-hmm. I didn't why I didn't get the opportunity. They said that I was not ready. Mm. That I didn't have the ego, and I didn't have the belief oh, wow. in myself that was needed. And they said, you are really good. but you, And these were their exact words, Sade, and I have this has stuck with me. They said, you are running a million-dollar media company as a mom-and-pop shop. Mm. And wow. that some people would have taken that as a negative. I was so mm-hmm. thankful they told me that because I needed to hear that because I didn't even realize mm. I was doing it. Right. I, I, I'm a country boy from Mississippi. I say it all the time. But they're mm-hmm. right. I was running my business as a country boy from Mississippi <laughs> instead of a media mm-hmm. company. I mean, this is literally, and not to get into the you know, the whole accolades and all of that, but when I started right. the show in 2003, Sade, I was working a full-time job. I was a, a wow. general manager of a hotel. I mm-hmm. had to quit my job two years into the radio. Because it was growing so fast, and I felt guilty, and I felt like I couldn't give the hotel the most of myself. So I've been doing this full-time now for 15 years. I have not worked anywhere wow.
1: else
2: for 15 years. Wow. Now, I tell, I tell that not to brag. I tell that to mm-hmm. let people know if the business was not growing, I would have no problem putting on my apron, bagging groceries, mopping floors, to do what mm-hmm. I had to do, not to – not do the business, but to support the business. But I've been very mm. fortunate that two years in, the business started supporting itself. I didn't know that was going to happen. I did not know that. But when they told me that about the mom-and-pop shop, I realized I was doing enough just to make, just to do that, just to support myself, and just to have something. I wasn't thinking about, Sarge, you're going to have to hire people. Sarge, mm. you're going to have to bring people in to do... so. That expanded my thinking, and when I started doing that today, things really took off. Because I I almost felt guilty for the success, thinking, I don't need all of that. I don't need this. But then Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Cyrus, you're thinking about you. You have to think about the business. Mm -hmm. And and when I started making that shift, everything then made more sense to me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, that's so good. And I love how you took a moment where, like you said, a lot of people would have been very discouraged and you took it as a moment of encouragement. Like, wow, first off, they think I have a million dollar business. And then, like you said, right. to realize like, maybe I do struggle with, you know, the idea of success. And so there's ways I can be carrying myself and thinking of myself in a way to know, like, no, you are worthy of this and know this is yeah. incredible what you've been able to build and with the grace of God. And you can celebrate yourself and celebrate that. And so I love your mindset, yeah. Cyrus.
2: Yeah. Well, well, no, let me also say that mindset has cost me jobs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I don't feel yeah. bad about that because I've stayed true yeah. to me. Because mm. even they said, "Would you be willing to do this?" and I said no. "Would you be willing to do this?" No. And I've always had that from my grandmother of don't don't sell yourself out. So, no, mm. I'm not willing to make that change because that's not who I am. I'm not going to do right. that to get a job. And mm-hmm. now not everyone feels that way, and that's their right. You know, that's mm-hmm. their right. I could not have done it and been happy as I am right now because I would not have been mm. true to me.
1: And I've experienced that, too, being in the entertainment industry and, and, you know, and in the field. It's like where people would say, well, would you be interested in singing background or would you be interested in singing in a group? Or maybe if you set up your image more. And I'm always like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Other people yeah. people like... They're like, well, if you really want to sing and you really want to pursue this, then you should be willing to do whatever it takes. I've said, well, I'm not willing to do whatever it takes because if I believe yeah. that this is what God has placed within my heart and the dreams God has given me, then God will bring them to pass and I wouldn't have to do a certain thing, you know, um, that I don't feel comfortable with. And I know some people would say, well, at least then you could still be traveling. I'm like, yeah, but I also have a lot of friends who are well-known popular backup singers, and they're very disappointed because now they get stuck in that role of being a backup singer, even though they can afford to live. Even though they get to travel and they're happy with that, but they don't get seen as doing the kind of things that I do. And then the same thing with people yeah. that join girl groups and just then, and all the stress from that. And then people that sex up their image, knowing that they didn't want it to just be about their looks, but they wanted to be about their talent. And so I love what you said. It's important, like your, what your grandma said. You cannot sell yourself out for yeah. quote unquote success.
2: Right. So true. Mm.
1: So Cyrus, how was business different from when you first started out in this industry today? And what are some words of wisdom and encouragement and advice you would give to aspiring creatives, hosts, artists and big business executives?
2: I think the biggest thing for me it definitely has shifted, but now I think you would agree with this too Sade. it has shifted for the better. Because again, when I started in 2003, mm-hmm. there was no anything I mean there there was <laughs> right. no social media, you know? You know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. like we have today. And you know, I have become more vocal these days about my feelings about social media and how people use it, and I get it that people want you to see what they're eating and I get it that people want to play Candy Crush all day and that's fine. But I also think there are people, if you're doing that, you cannot say – you can't complain about your business not growing because you're not using mm. the tools at your disposal to grow. And I think that's mm-hmm. what I learned early on was that, yes, I'm social, but I also realized an important thing, and Shawnee you do this really well, that people don't buy stuff. They buy from people. And yep. because I have always come across as me, I'm just me, mm-hmm. Um every post is not by this, by that. I'm sharing mm-hmm. inspirational messages. I'm reaching out. I'm I'm answering questions in, in my comment sections or DMs. And then when I have a product mm-hmm. or service, people are able to say, oh, you know what, I trust this guy. You know, I'm, I want to do that. I want to be a part of that mm-hmm. experience. So I think that's what has helped me is as the, as the change has happened, for me it has been for the best. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I knew early on that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, were going to be pivotal to me reaching an audience, and they have been. But I also Mm -hmm. did not feel like I had to be on everything. Like I don't even, I don't, not on Snapchat. I'm not on Twitch. Me neither. It has has to be native to what I feel like I can be myself on. Uh, People do not want to see me dance. Uh, You do not want to see me try (laughs) to do comedy skits. So I, 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 again, get in where I fit in. I I find the the platform, and I'm true to myself on each one of those platforms, and it has definitely helped me grow my business in a very well-rounded way, not only in my colleagues and those who I'm able to now network with, but also those who Mm -hmm. have become my customers and clients.
1: What is Cyrus Webb dreaming about now?
2: You know, no, this question, I'm answering it different this year because, honestly, you know, one of the things I had an investor come to me, You know, like I said, I've I've left a lot of money on the table over the years, Sade. I don't feel bad. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, not that I feel bad about it, but, honestly, mm-hmm. what I would say to people before I answer that question is have an end game in mind. I honestly, I was talking to my manager this week, I honestly have run this business for 17 years with no end game, and that's just being real. I never Mm -hmm. had a thing of having a network Emmy Award winning Oscar. I never – that was never – I just wanted to do something I enjoyed doing. So -hmm. what I realized about myself was I had a more of an employee mindset, and that's just me being real about it. I had an employee mindset as I ran my business, my business has mm. grown. But even in, in 2020, before this year, if you had asked me, well, what's the goal or what's the next thing, I would just say, just doing what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, cause it does yeah. However, right. 2020 has helped me to see that, you know what, Cyrus, and Amazon, I have to give credit to Amazon. Amazon has pushed me because they saw mm. something in me for whatever reason, And they have Mm -hmm. pushed me now to think bigger. And so the the next thing is what I'm doing. A lot of people don't realize this, Sade. Amazon has started its own live segment of the website.
0: So just like you can do
2: Facebook Live and Instagram Live Mm -hmm. and LinkedIn Live and and with Twitter Go Live, they have started their own live division, and they actually have brought me in to do a show called At Home with Cyrus Webb now oh wow this is this has been the scariest thing for me because this is mm-hmm. the first time in seventeen years I've never had a guest. The show is all about me, and mm. so this has been a big shift i've never I've never hosted an episode of Conversations Live without a guest mm. and that's that's mm-hmm. over nine thousand four hundred shows now we've always had a guest. <laughs> And so now to start this new thing, the first thing was they did not want it called Conversations because they said, and they were very real with me, they felt like I was hiding behind Conversations, and they were right. And so it is called At Home with Cyrus Webb where I'm actually showing you things Mm -hmm. literally in my home, things when it Mm comes to do-it-yourself projects, cooking, Mm -hmm. uh, things to give for gifts. And so this has been, an, it's been exciting for me, though. It's like, wow, I'm actually excited about this. and it's, This is scary as I don't know what, but I'm excited. So wow. that, that's the big thing. And I see this becoming something now because I'm already having, and I'm, this is an exclusive for you, now networks are starting to reach out to me saying, hey, we'd like you to do a two- to three-minute segment offering these products that leads back mm-hmm. to Amazon, saying, showing our viewers you know right. things that you found that are great for this, and so it's like I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know, so it's like mm-hmm, I've become mm-hmm. one of those people, and it's so funny to me because I never thought about being one of those people. That's like okay, we're going to such and such now to show us, you know, how to do this. I mean, but now mm-hmm. I've become that guy. So that's the that's the thing that I'm excited about right now, uh, Sade. Mm-hmm. Um It it actually premieres this month uh, in November. And, you know, you're going to be seeing – yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot of me um, because we're doing – they're doing advertisements through social media and that kind of thing Um, because I also hit another milestone this month. I'm now one of the top 200 reviewers in the country for Amazon. Uh, So that has been a tremendous blessing. And so, yeah, that – Amazon is the big – I didn't think conversations has always been the thing, but now I'm seeing a shift going forward that – that Cyrus Webb and that home at home with Cyrus Webb uh, in Amazon, that's mm-hmm. going to be the big thing.
1: Yeah, and I love to see how connected you are with Amazon because as we both know they are literally, aside from Apple and Walmart, the biggest businesses in the world. You know, and so for you to be connected with them the way that you are and been doing such great business with them that they would reach out to you for a show is, like, mind-boggling. And you taught me something new today. I was like, there's an Amazon Live? I was like, I need to go and check this out. And obviously so I can watch your show, but also so how I can get on there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
2: I mean, and there's so many, I mean, you know, there, I mean, look, there's so many opportunities. And that's the thing. There's so many opportunities, but it's up to us to take advantage of it. And that's why Mm. what we were talking about earlier about not just focusing on one thing, who knows? That may be that one thing the audience needs when it comes to taking their business to the next level.
1: Mm, That's so good. I love that. So. For my next question, Cyrus, your spirituality and faith are very important to you. Have you always grown up as a spiritual person, and what is something God has been speaking to your heart as of late?
2: Yeah, that is definitely. I would not be where I am today without my faith, and that is just the truth. For one thing, I wouldn't be alive. Um, You know, I think you know this, Shade, I'm a suicide attempt survivor. And my faith mm. has definitely got me through not only that, mm-hmm. but also being rebuked by God for thinking I could take something I can't give. Um, but I think for myself, what, you know, and it, and it's one of those things, and I, I try to share this with people all the time, that, you know, we all are here for a reason, you know. And, and I think, you know, if we, you realize that, you mm-hmm. will be a mm-hmm. lot better mm-hmm. off. And for myself, there's a scripture that comes to mind, Proverbs 22:29. Have you seen a man skillful in his work? Before kings he will station himself; he will not be mm. before ordinary men. And and that is what I realize. It is up to me to be skillful. If I'm skillful, God's going to do the rest. And that's what I. That's why I'm very intentional. My days start early. They do end early normally, because normally I'm in the bed by eight. But I try to make the most <laughs> of each and right. every moment that that I'm up. I'm very intentional about that because I realize the alternative is that I'm not I'm not using the gift of life to the best of my abilities. I take out time to rest like everyone else, but I'm very intentional about my day. Very intentional about how I look at my life and see it for what it is,
1: and that is a gift mm. from God. Mm. Wow, that's so huge. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so please share with us about any more of your upcoming ventures, projects, and what you have coming out. You have your book that's coming out this month, right, Words I Choose to Live By? Exactly,
2: Words I Choose to Live By, the second edition. This is big for me because this book uh, is a bittersweet moment for me. The book, I got the book deal the year my grandmother died, and the book came out four Mm -hmm. months after she died initially. That was my first book. That came out six years ago, and I, I mean the book did extraordinarily well. I mean I was surprised. Well, I'm surprised by everything that happens. <laughs> I was I was really surprised. <laughs> um, right. But my I had fulfilled my contract now with the publisher, and so the rights were returned to me last year. And I had already signed another book deal with another publisher, and at then when 2020 happened, they gave me a year off. I had fulfilled one book with the contract with the two book deal, and so. I had a free year, so I'm like, you know what? Now I think is the time it's so appropriate to share words I choose to live by and to motivate people through that. So what it is is 366 daily affirmations of that I have been able to use for myself and my own meditation and have helped me that I want to share with the reader and then give them an opportunity to see what, they're going to, what affirmation they're going to share with themselves because I really, just like I said earlier, I think words have so much power. And so that's why I put so much emphasis on words, because if you say you're going to have a bad day, if mm-hmm. you say this is not going to work, if you say nobody's supporting me, that's what you would continue to feed. My thing is mm. to set your intent from the day, the beginning of the day, and reinforce that
1: intent.
2: And, if you, again, it goes to what I said earlier. If you give God something to bless, there's no doubt he's going to bless it.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so are there any final thoughts that you want to share with our listeners? Just
2: for one thing, uh, keep listening to Sade and (laughs) and her great programming and her positivity, (laughs) uh, but definitely to the audience, just realize we got this. Life is difficult. This has not been the typical year. This is not the 2020 a lot of people planned on, but it can still be your year, and that begins right now. It begins with your mindset, your decision, and then the action.
1: Mm, Yes. And please let everyone know how they can stay in contact with you, Cyrus. How can they book you, check out all of your content, and stay updated with all of your happenings?
2: Well, again, thank you so much, Sade. I've made it very simple. Uh, CyrusWeb.com is the hub of everything. All of my social media is CyrusWeb, my full name, except for Instagram. Someone hit CyrusWeb. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the world needs two of us, but someone had Cyrus <laughs> Webb. But so there of Cyrus Webb Presents, uh, you guys can find me there as well.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to my dear friend Cyrus Webb for being on this special episode of the Sade Champagne Show. He's so awesome. I was like, I need to give him his own episode. And he has been such an encouragement to me for many years. And I'm always bragging about him and just – I look to him as someone who inspires me and encourages me a lot in my career and my dreams. And so – and, like, his testimony is so powerful. And so I want to encourage you to watch and listen to his content. He is a living example and testimony of God's grace and love and of overcoming and that no matter how dark times may seem, no matter what you have gone through, no matter what trials you're face, facing, that God can literally raise you up from almost being in the grave and transform your life for the better. And so he's a living testimony of that. And so I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Sade Champagne Show on Grind Hard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. And we will be here again for a brand new episode soon.
0: I'm shy as champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy as champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm shy to champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. i shy champagne. We're anchored in hope. Shade Champagne Show. And we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Shade Champagne, Shade Champagne. Welcome to the Shade Champagne Show. I'm Shade Champagne. Sh-